everybody, we are back with another edition of the podcast. As always, I am your host, C3, alongside with Todd and John. This is Intentional Dangerfield. Tonight, we have a special guest this evening. Habilius Ricardo is in the building with us this evening, ladies and gentlemen. We'd like to give a warm welcome to the Danger Zone. How's everybody doing this evening? What is up, everybody? Glad to be here. Glad to have you this evening. And again, guys, he's raised the bar. Oh, yeah. Talk about it. He come bearing gifts. <laughs> we appreciate that. Shout out to the nice spread that he provided for us. Details to follow on some souvenirs and gifts to be given away later. That's Yo, what it's hey, about, hey, man. It's, it's Thanks, always, man. It's, it's always a good thing. You know, I, I'm just going to keep it all the way. Uh-huh. I love gifts. <laughs> Who don't like gifts? Right, right. I love like it. <laughs> I'm just keep it all the way. Hey, man, we appreciate you, man. Most definitely, thank you. Yeah, that's, that's that's what it's about, man. Hospitality, Speak definitely about hospitality. And and since you are one of the, and this is no disrespect, you are one of the elder statesmen oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. of the hip hop scene and the music scene here in Springfield. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to to be a fan of hip hop, mature through the process, still be relevant, and see where the genres become has come to. How does that feel? Well, it's like, uh, and this might sound corny, but I ain't tripping. It's like parenthood, you know, like fatherhood. You know, you you in it, you moving. You, you you your role changes, mm-hmm. but at the same time the love doesn't change, and you look to make differences in different areas. Whereas you was in the mix, and you you know you 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 doing the trying to do the little shows, and you in your twenties or whatever. But you know you get a little older, and now you're looking like man, I can help this kid do that. You know what I used to want to do. So you got to kind of humble yourself and step back. You know, kind of, you know, play your role for real. You got to stay in your lane. Right. You know, if if your time comes, it comes. If it doesn't, you know, you ain't got to stop loving it and stop dealing with the music. You got to deal with the music in a different arena. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's kind of what it is because you'll, uh, you'll end up fooling yourself. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that. You nah. don't, don't want to fool yourself because no. you might walk around here looking like Kanye. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll get reminded real quick. You'll get reminded real quick, and you might not get it. And like you said, you might end up looking like Kanye. How do you, how do you feel about him just being able to? He has access to the White House. I mean, Kim's already been there. She went and supposedly freed uh, somebody. Right, right, I can't right. remember who they got out of a jail. Mm-hmm. But then Kanye gets to go, and I'm sure most of everybody's seen the tapes by now. Of what he was doing inside the Oval Office. Oh man! In my opinion, it was buffoonery. <laughs> but you know, they made a comedy skit off of it. So what oh, it what in Sam Hill was he doing up there? <laughs> like he's pledging allegiance. He he was, and uh, but I'm not surprised because the Kardashians. Man, this guy. They changed crazy, people's <laughs> life. It's like. Get out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's a different fi- guy now. Like, <laughs> look at Lamar Odom. 
Lamar Odom is a. We already spoke on Lamar Odom. You you hear about he? Who's uh, the the guy? Yes. What's his name? Um, The owner of the uh, the Bunny Ranch, and he was he was he's running for Congress too. Oh wow! (laughs) Yeah. Who's that? (laughs) The owner of the Bunny Ranch. That remember we was talking about that he wanted Lamar's ring. So, uh, so is Lamar taking over the Bunny Ranch? I don't know. Did he pay all the bills? <laughs> oh man, we don't know. Every well, male in that household <laughs> has changed, and I'm, I can't say for the better because my man's Bruce. <laughs> he's Kate now. What's going on over there? Is get away, out, Jane. Get away. <laughs> get out might be based on a true story. Well, do y'all think that the rumors are true that Drake had? Kim Kim Kardashian. Oh, believe it! I believe it. Kiki. I believe it. <laughs> Did you hear about? I it? didn't hear about that. Yeah, they're saying that the song Kiki is referring to <laughs> Kim Kardashian nickname that she calls herself, and then they pulled up old Twitter um, Twitter posts, <laughs> and she was talking about how her name is Kiki. Call me Kiki. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> so apparently. I can't remember the name of LeBron James series that's on HBO. So the most the recent barbershop? the barbershop. Mm-hmm. So the most recent one, he's sitting with his homie and Drake falls through and they're just you know, they're casually talking about what kind of <laughs> went on this summer mm-hmm. and parenting and stuff like that. And Drake kind of reveals first for the first time to my knowledge where, you know, he was kind of you know, he was friends with Kanye and Kanye right. asked him out to Wyoming to kind of mentor him. Mm-hmm. He said that I believe I'm paraphrasing. He might have said that 40, I guess his friend producer mm-hmm. went mm-hmm. out a day ahead before he went, called Drake and was like, man, this feels this vibe <laughs> feels weird out here. I think this guy's working on the album out right, here. Right, right. He's like, I'm just going to go through it anyway, go out there and whatever it is, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, it was what it was. <laughs> He wrote for him, produced for you know. He gave him some tools and some some value. Right, right. Left. Come to find out later, he gives some some pertinent information that he 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 disclosed to him because he felt that they had a friendship. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, it was he had a a child and X Y Z. Oh, so he oh, so he told. Fam about it. He told Kanye right. about it. Well, no, I'm so and Kanye, Kanye told, told Pusha. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's crazy because like you know Drake said that he had a crazy diss about Pusha. He said he didn't even want to put it out. Put out, and I believe him too because it was another guy. I don't know if he was a manager or who he was, but it was another guy that came out. And he was like. I told Drake not to put this diss out because he was like, it was so disrespectful. It was that- <laughs> actually, it was Jay Prince that said that. Jay, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Dirty this South. dude is, he's on point, man. Dirty South. That's Dirty that's South. Right there. Yeah. What, what would you Shout rate Drake? Scarface. What would you rate Drake bars? Do you, um, uh, I don't rate you, Drake. You, you, you don't like him? <laughs> I don't rate Drake, man. I don't, I mean, like, my ruler is different. Uh-huh. Right. Speak I mean, on your ruler because that's something that isn't touched on very often in 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 mainstream music and popular music today. 
what is your bar set at? What is what makes an MC to you? Well, MC definitely has to have, you know what I'm saying, just, you know, the, the lyrical content has to be there. And I don't care mm-hmm. if you freestyle, I don't care if you write, but the lyrical content has to be there, the vibe has to be there, the flow has to be there. You got to be riding that beat. You got to mm-hmm. be manipulating your, your your situation all within that, that space that you have and in bars or whatever. And, you know... Like your your hook is nice, your, your your production is nice. That's what makes an MC to me. You know, if if you singing, you know, and all that, I mean, you can do that. That's cool too. I mean, but if you an MC, you MC because like Lauren Hill, she sing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but she an MC, right? You know, and like I, I wanted to touch on something while I was here, like the top five. It's, I was about to ask you that. The, the top five. There should be <laughs> there should be no top five. For me, the top five is just us as people. What we always do is pick pick each other apart. Who's the best at this? Who's the best at that? Who's the man? We all nice. You can't be top five. You cannot pick a top. There's not. Man, you have you talking about time that's transcended between MCs to where it's like. Rakim, how is he not a top five? Right. How is there not? Mm-hmm. A, how is there not going to be a female in the top five? Well, you look at Latifah. You ain't got. Just look at her body of work. She's going to movies. She's going to. And what you when you talk about top five, you talk about the game and whatnot. But have you transcended? Will getting jiggy with it, corny as whatever. But where is he going with hip hop? Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. the cut that I wanted to bring up when we was when y'all was talking about. Jay Z, uh, uh, Will Smith, and, and I still won't go there with you, but go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. But 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 the brand new funk that was a, that was a funky joint. Mm. The the black and white video, the brand new funk that was a funky joint. You know what I'm saying? But but the thing is, you know, using the craft because it's a vehicle. Everything is wheels on a car. Sure. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what you got in the tank, what you got under the hood, if you ain't got nothing on that that grind, that that grit, ain't nothing moving. So. Your vehicle is is what you're using to get where you need to go. So when you talk about top five, um, to get all the way back to it, you know, I went a little bit over. But, you know, I can't really do it mm-hmm. because there's there's so much. There's artists that give so much to the game and it's such, you know, which tree is more, which, which five trees are more valuable in this forest? Let's, let's go there. Sure. So let's, I, let me ask you this. What... Artists have been more influential to your upbringing and your style or your sound. Well, I had to go to you know what I'm saying like the old old school like you know UTFO type LL Kumo D that whole artistry going back and forth. Listen to Run DMC, but you know what really got my goat. You know Pop early Pop. You know that that poetry was was, was really there, but like like woo. That was, you know, that and like Red Man, that Red. like from, from there to now, so like now I'm I'm a, I'm a Reggie Noble type sure. cat. You know what it is. There's the dark you know. side. Yeah, you know, and it, it was like real rhyming, real like like put the grit into it, mm-hmm. and and it didn't necessarily have to be thug. It was aggressive, sure, verbal aggression, where like I could be that way. And not be portrayed violently. 
But at the same time, y'all gonna listen to my music and be like, that's violent music. But it's like, no, I'm just being aggressive and I'm being verbal and I'm being mm-hmm. loud, mm-hmm. you know? And I gotta get that off. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that type of music uh, is the type of music that, and, and like NWA, you know, that straight out of Compton, you know, listening to them lyrics, Cube's lyrics, the way he was coming off was like, you heard that aggression and you kind of needed to, hear that to be able to spit that to be able to like oh oh I got that off Ice Cube's mm-hmm. pen definitely was the first pen that's caught my attention and kept it for a long period of time period, mm-hmm. period. And I mean to this day even like you say about the big three it's like the innovation of where did he start where did he come from hip hop that vehicle that music that pen mm-hmm. towards like movies how many he's got in his belt like 20 about 20 movies deep now he's got a, he started a league yeah of ex retired <laughs> NBA players from come on from moves, NWA man. to the big three right right I he's mean most definitely moved. didn't he run through Disney or was like are we there yet was that Disney or is that something else either uh, yeah, way it's, it, it didn't right, have to be right, right. man he didn't have to kill be him. and not only that from the music he's created for us but Friday series. Oh, it was no. crazy. Just to think about, he was writing that, writing that way before. <laughs> you know, that just shows you the level and the depth of some artists and mm-hmm. great master artists. Almost definitely. And just, well, just think of the think of the creativity that was in NWA mm-hmm. with him yeah. and Dre alone. Oh yeah, yeah. innovative. Like like frontier pioneer type, you know what I'm saying? Like like gangster. Like when you say I don't listen to nothing but gangster, you wouldn't be listening to no gangster if there wasn't no gangster gangster right to jump off. And it's like that was was taboo at the time and arrestable at the time and you know beat downable at the time and in in that climate in that city that was man that was could have been a problem if you wanted to do that and we're talking about expressing yourself and these are also titles to these songs that these brothers mm-hmm. was writing mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying not not putting a play on it but it's playing out how it's supposed to mm-hmm. you I, know I just think about if they would have listened to you know negative people around them and to tell them that they couldn't do this and when they had this idea to get this group together you know that oh don't do that man come on you can go on this corner and do this do that but they stuck to what they wanted to do you know what they was passionate about and for two people to be in a group like that like Dre and um, Ice Cube and to be like pioneers that they are you normally don't see that in groups you usually see one when they separate right. one just stand out and the other one sure. just kind of below you know but for them to be such an impact man I mean that's just amazing just seeing just alone you know and they're definitely look at them they're two of the most successful products of hip hop right 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 <laughs> Straight up That vehicle Now you said something earlier I was listening to you say um, You was talking about how You like for people Rappers to Ride the beat Now Do you like rappers that 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 stay out of pocket Because you know like Mumble rap is kind of like They're out of pocket a little bit You know you have some People that 
take a different flow. Like what what is your opinion on that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Open the floodgates. Uh, <laughs> well, always being respectful to to artistry. Because you know what I'm saying, that's that's what you what you have to do mm-hmm. if you an artist. You know what I'm saying? Because someone at some point in time might be like, That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I put it out. And I felt like it was that. You know what I'm saying? So first of all, paying homage to artistry because that's something that somebody came up with inside themselves, that they expressed themselves about and I totally have an opinion on all kind of garbage music. <laughs> but as an artist, Erica Badu said one time, respect my shit. Right, right, And right. I don't mean to cuss, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to sound like I'm not trying to be intelligent or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm being for real. Right. Uh, I respect anything somebody that somebody puts out on themselves out there because that's some big shit right to say that this is what I feel this is what I want to do and I put it out there to the world listen to it deal with it that's 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 some self that's real because mm-hmm. I'm an artist you know what I'm saying but as far as the mumble rap and writing the beat you can do what you want to do I'm going to put it where I'm going to put it and I don't know about a whole lot of uh, uh, of that because mm-hmm. I don't even, you know what I'm saying? I'm allergic to strawberries. <laughs> I got a peanut allergy. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. right, right. Mumble rap is peanuts. Mm-hmm. I, I got it, you know what I'm saying? And I don't listen to that. Right. I listen to the stuff that I listen to and I try to branch out. And and it's um, sometimes it's hard. And sometimes I also feel like, like it's really bogus to me to not even listen to more music. But at the same time, if I'm listening to something good, it's good. Right, mm-hmm. but I at the same time still have to make that effort to go out and try to find other artists to to stay fresh. Right, right, and that's just you know that's that's what it is. There's so much I got to weed through at this point in time. I can't waste that time. Mm-hmm. You know, but like I said, I respect those artists because that's your lane. That's what you're doing. I feel like y'all making way too much money for whatever y'all doing because I know. Cats who out there putting that work in who ain't getting recognized and, and whatnot. And not to take away from y'all or to any of that. Mm. But that's just where I feel about it, you know. Speak on the difference between the grind of when you were coming up, like you were we were speaking off camera about, you know, being on location, handing out things as opposed to the digital age now. Well, back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Well, that just sounds fucking old. I'm sorry. That sounds stupid crazy. <laughs> well, uh, when we was doing our thing, you you know, you print up your flyers and you print up your CDs or whatnot. And, mm-hmm. you know, you'd, uh, you, you, you rent a spot in the town, little college town, whatever. And then you go do your promotion at the little spots and, and, uh, you uh, you do you do your thing hand to hand. There was no Facebook. There was no liking my stuff or whatever. So he was out there handing flyers out to the show that was going to be going on that weekend right. or whatever. And you know you had a DJ, the sound man show up. 
you rent the uh, 15 passenger joint, whatever. <laughs> a couple artists in there. You go to the show, and we be in Champaign, or we be in Bloomington or Jacksonville. And you know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody who was uh, ever even a part of any of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So many people to, to name, but that type of stuff was like nobody even had to show up to the show. I, I, you know, when, when you load up and you do it and you go do the whole thing, you, you do it. You know what I'm saying? You did it. So what happens if, if you sell out? Or what happens if 2,000 people show up or 20,000 people show up or two people show up or nobody shows up? You still did it. You still right. got to go up there, too. You did it. You got to go up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you damn right. And those are, the, those are the moments that make you or break you. Because it's like, man, you're an artist or you're an artist. Are you an artist? Are you an artist? Regardless, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I need I need more people out there. Nah, man, you for real? I'm out there for whoever came out here to see me. That's me. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it is. And if you ain't that, you ain't in it. How for do real. you um, How do you get in the zone when you go up <laughs> there? Because you know, a lot of people, you know, when they go up there. You know, some say that, oh, I don't look directly in the crowd. I look, you know, like, how do you get in your mind and your zone to be like, all right, I'm ready? There ain't even no zone, man. It's, 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 is that what you do? Is that what I do? No, no, not you. Oh. (laughs) I'm just saying, is that what you do? I know some people be Mm -hmm. like, you know, I got to get in the zone or I got to meditate or I got to. I'm up there spitting lyrics that I wrote that was from my heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's who I am. Do I got to prepare to go be me? Hell no. That's a good point. <laughs> I go up there and I be me. So what? At what point? And I'm a I'm a backtrack us for a second. At what point were you confident enough with your own ability to share that with others? Right. I don't even remember really. Well, I'm, but I'm gonna tell you where it started. It all starts back at home. Mm-hmm. It starts with mama. It starts with that Easter piece <laughs> that you don't want to do. Yeah, man. You're like, hey, stop playing on right. no straight up. <laughs> Get up there. Hey, oh my you, man. You're sitting in the mirror, brushing your teeth, and you remember them little the little paragraph, or you like, man, I don't want to do this. I'm for real. Yeah, like, like. Like, real talk, we have choir practice on Thursday. And this is so funny, I'm going to give it to you. We have <laughs> choir practice on Thursday at uh, Cosby Show. No bullshit. Cosby Show will be on Thursday. So, <laughs> you're sitting there, and it's like, uh, director be like, yo, who wants a, who wants a solo for him you know, coming up? Man, I'm in the back like, mm. my mom like, or he'll take one. I'm like, where you come from? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, man, solo, what you talking about? Right. You know? So then you're there, you know, used to uh, be mumbling. It. Mumbling? Uh-huh. Maybe that's why I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, what's up? But uh, you be sitting there on this uh You got to see the piece of you. But you got to go through it. And you got to do it. And if I complain, she going to say he'll take two. So right. she 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 molded me, period. You gonna do that, and that's kind of what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? 
I work with kids, I deal with kids, I got kids. You got to make kids do what they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. You got to not be comfortable. If you're comfortable, you ain't doing nothing. You got to stay uncomfortable to keep moving and progressing. Elaborate on that for us. Uh, well, as far as building and moving, like I love what y'all doing right here, but you got to keep building. Sure. This, right. is a, this is a brand. Build the brand. You know what I'm saying? Keep it going up. I like where it starts. I like what's. I want. What's what, what's your plans with this? This is awesome. I love it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely I you, love it. I love mm-hmm. what you're doing. I love what I'm seeing all day, every day. And I'm not asking that question to down you. I would ask that question to inquire and challenge you. Sure. What's the next move? Because um, I know we all have collective jobs, but wouldn't you love to come here and get paid? Right. Of course you would. <laughs> wouldn't you love that spread that I was talking about? Of course you would. But what are we going to do to get there? And I can think of what I'm thinking, and you can think of what are you thinking, but when you look around, you got your Wu-Tang Clan right here. And all that was is a collective of different minds and different energies and you know, like Voltron. He just happened to be the head. Mm-hmm. And that the, the legs and the arms ain't mad at the head because we all moving. And, and that is a big key with a whole lot of other, you know what I'm saying? Working together. Village. I come from a family that's thick. You know what I'm saying? And if we all work together the way we were supposed to, situation would be totally different but what I do know is we are thick and there's much love and we incorporate and whatnot and I know I know that's there you know what I'm saying I have a sense of that mm-hmm. value sure. family you know what I'm saying that energy is different when you go somewhere you say what's up cousin he's really your cousin right. you know how he's your cousin mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying because you've been told Lineage is what we missing and what we lacking as a people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When did you that? Oh, I'm sorry. That right there, and I've I've heard people talk about that, but man, that's so real because the Caucasian kid that has that already instilled mm-hmm. generation after generation after generation. These people are starting off with the head start that it, the air mill was the the lob the alley oop is so perfect. You got you going dunk that. Yeah, and we don't came off the boat with a nickel. And, but I but I, I can't trace where my grandpa came from. Exactly. Our, our, but we gotta like we gotta start instilling legacy uh, uh, lineage. All of that. We got to start doing that as a people because next, the next, the next person up, my son, his son, we're giving these kids a head start to, it's a a unfair, well, let me not say unfair, but it's an advantage, you know, because I, I didn't see it. I'm like, man, this kid, there's a, put like this, I was at a job and I thought, this job was great. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I got to get in there. And I got to get that. Well, there's another young kid. He comes in there. He's like, oh, 
he's not. I don't really think this is that great because I'm going. I'm trying to do this. I'm like, yeah. dang, this cat. Something that I thought was kind of an achievement. He's looking at it mm-hmm. like, man, this is really not it because I already got that lob, and I know if I get that lob, he wasn't worried I'm money. about that. He's right. not worried about that, and I'm like, man, you want, you want my play sneakers? <laughs> Being able to play on offense is important. We're normally playing. It's a different we, we're playing defense at, at all defense. times. And you know what though? We play defense to the point where we make our defense turn into offense. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you, you can score on turnovers. I got ball. You can score on turnovers. I'm not. Hey, I'm not getting shots like Kobe. Right? I'm not. I ain't got that many shots. Right? So I got to play deep. Right? You know what right? You, right? You, you but what I, I'm sorry. But what I think we got to do is recognize the story for what it is right. and quit playing on it. Because we can reach back and reach back and reach back and reach back, and it's going to be the same damn story. Okay, that's the story. That's the narrative. Start right now right. and move forward. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, that story is going to be the same, man. It ain't going to change. I can't be like, man, 400 years. It's like, yes, it was mm-hmm. terrible. Right. But what you going to do right now right, right. matters. And what it is is you have us crying about it. Worried about it. Where's the next movie coming out that's going to depict how it was? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that movie didn't. Right. It didn't tell the story right. Whatever. Right. What's going on right now? It keeps you distracted. Mm-hmm. And what we gotta do is stop messing with distractions. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's really what it is. You know, we gonna cry about things that we can't change, right. and we know that. You know, so. What you doing right now, today, tomorrow, your son, the next generation, man, whatever happened three, four hundred years ago ain't going to change three hundred, four years of, of, of history. Right. So what you do right now matters in the future. You know what I'm saying? So you distracted and we keep reaching back. Take that, move forward. Mm-hmm. Use that as fuel. You don't cry about the gas that you put in the car two days ago because mm-hmm. you got where the hell you needed to go, right? Mm-hmm. Real talk. Keep gassing up. Keep moving. Right. Change right. them tires and keep going. Right. Period. Right. You you spitting so much knowledge because what you're saying I agree with you on. Oh, thank you. Um, what what took place for you to get this mindset that you have now? What took place for you to gain and search for the knowledge that you have now? Well, I was born in 1975, and I think that was the perfect time uh, to where I was growing up. And I was still able to have grandparents. I had a great-grandmother who lived to be 100. I lost another great-grandmother a couple years ago who lived to be 104, mm. who, was, who, grew, who was born in 1911. And I could sit there and watch The Simpsons with her and talk real all day long. Mm-hmm. So to have those minds and things like that to where I was, I was at that point where I could reach back and still have the vibe and what really happened to us in the 60s and right. have a grandmother who grew up in the eight, 1890s, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and and she saw presidents die and this, that, and the other and all kind of stuff. And then to where I'm, I'm as old as hip-hop is. I'm exactly as old as hip-hop is. Mm-hmm. And my vibe, you know what I'm saying, like, like cuz, a little younger than me, but I grew up on the end of that disco. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm Prince. I'm Morris Day in the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying all that. I'm all over the board when it comes to the music, and 
You know, I'm just so fortunate to be in a pocket to where I can sit back and see a full spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, it's where like I can reach back and be like, I see how people struggle, and then I, I, I I'm in the middle, and then I can see where we kind of need to go. Right, right. You know, because a lot of people growing up at these times don't understand the struggles of our past. Mm-hmm. To where, um, you lose a lot of those civil rights leaders who are dying now, and there ain't nobody to carry that struggle on, and we have you know our youth are so lost mm-hmm. they have no sense of you know any kind of direction whether it's church whether it's any kind of club or camp or uh boys club or fishing and boating and baseball it's social media and it's the world right they are instantly 10 no nah, you 17 mm-hmm. mentally maybe 21 or older you know what i'm saying so it's it's at that point where I know right from wrong to where I still teach kids whose mamas and grandmas probably don't even tell them the stuff that my mama and grandma told me. Mm-hmm. But those are the things that kept me. And I know that it's falling on deaf ears, but I know it fell on deaf ears with me. But I know that I keep on doing it because it's a it's a tedious thing when mm-hmm. you're raising a child. You know what I'm saying? You don't water a plant and then go off and be like, why ain't you growing? You take care of that. Right. You nurture it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we have to do with these children. So that's where I come from. I come from the old school mm-hmm. where I got it. And I got to give it to the next generation. So I think that, you know, where, where I get my knowledge is, um, I get it from that root. Mm-hmm. I get it from the root. And, and and I still spread to the leaves. So at this point, you know, I talked to somebody at work the other day. And we came to the conclusion that, you know, youth is wasted on the young, whatever. But the midpoint is when you still have that youth energy. When mm-hmm. you get old, you mature, but you ain't got that strength. When you're young, you got that strength, but you ain't got that knowledge. Right, right, right. So the, the happy medium is being young enough to have that strength, but have that same knowledge to be able to do something with it. Right. You know, as an elder, your whole game is trying to teach it to the young, and they don't get it. Mm-hmm. Until it's too late, and then they when they finally get it, then it's like, oh, I wish I, I wish I, you know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. So the whole beautiful thing is to try to get it at that midpoint. So me having the knowledge and the understanding of that is making that my whole struggle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get it to the youth so that they could get it and move on because we we gone without that. Right. We're done without that. I'll come to a point where I can't do nothing, but the youth is going to have to have that knowledge. And if ain't nobody giving it to them, then we don't. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I'm saying that's that's where my, you know, I seek ways to, you know, as a teacher, and I'm not certified as a teacher where I, you know, I'm not a teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? I'm a special ed one-on-one with District 186. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to everybody who does that job. Um, <laughs> But the thing is, I look at kids and there's kids and you deal with them in certain ways, Mm -hmm. protocol. As a teacher, I feel like your job is to figure out different ways how to deal with that child. But that's too in-depth for some people. Mm -hmm. But that is your job. That is your obligation. You got something you want to say? No, no. I'm I'm listening. Right. But but, I mean, for real, seriously. How do you get to this child? Mm-hmm. Okay, this didn't work. Move on to the next. No, no. It's a child. Right. 
How, you know, but that's your attitude. And you've gone through this. You might need to go to sensitivity training before you get your teacher certification. Mm -hmm. Because there's none of that. You know what I'm saying? You're not understanding this child's stomach. Mm -hmm. He ain't trying to learn when his stomach is hurting. Right, right. When I'm working, I'm like, man, I got to get to the yogurt. I got to get to that <laughs> cheese stick that I packed. For I'm sure. preparing myself and I'm grown. And I'm able to do that. But that child is not. And you don't know how that night went. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When mom or dad got off work and they decided to turn up and that music was, and, and you could, you don't know how that night went. Right. Did they eat? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'm so tired, I go to sleep and I don't eat. But then my child don't eat. But that's not my house. Mm-hmm. And that might be a scenario that goes down. But those are certain things that you have to understand when you are teaching. Because you're teaching a whole lot more than ABC. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, you know, you got to have that sensitivity, period. Especially when you work in a, a an environment where those situations are probable to happen, what, what likely are, to happen. What are some personal skills that one needs to be in that career? Well, first of all, you got to like kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, real talk, sometimes it's like, Somebody who doesn't like animals, who's a veterinarian. Right. And that don't make no sense. Right. But they got them. And you're looking at me like, what are you talking about? But you a teacher and you really don't like kids like that? Like, you, like. What are you doing here? What is that? I mean, right. real talk. Yeah. You know, and I understand the pay is what it is, but you know that going in. Mm-hmm. You're not here for the pay. I mean, if you was here for the pay, you wouldn't be here. I'd be at McDonald's making way more money than I'm making. You know what I'm saying? But I'm here making a difference, not a Big Mac. You know what I'm saying? So that's where my passion comes in for that. And if if you're not about that, because you at, especially, you know what I'm saying, in different situations, like the middle school arena, mm-hmm. that's the difference maker in life. Understand that every kid's going through something that's going to change in di- which direction they turn. Like real talk, that mid is woo. so that that's one of the most important sensitive times in somebody's upbringing. Definitely, it wasn't mine for sure. It was in yours for sure. It was. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what I got into when I was in middle school. Here's mm-hmm. a little something about a like me. Yeah, never should have been let out the penitentiary. <laughs> that gangster, gangster from that's the, the first NWA. time I heard that man, mm-hmm. and I was on the basketball court, and I didn't hear the song. I heard a cat say the lyrics. And I was like, what is he saying? Because it sounded so, so, man, just foreign and raw. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, as I got into it, man, my mom ripped up so many tapes of mine. (laughs) Trying to keep me away from that. Telling you, man, but the love for the music was just so strong. It was like, man, I don't know. It had me, man. What, what age did you start writing your own raps? Because you man, know, I wrote my first rap at elementary school. Elementary. I was at a friend's house. <laughs> at, at a stay over, uh-huh. and we was listening to Run DMC. Like, was it hard as hell or something? Mm-hmm. It was something like that. And they had a the little tape. And he had his little tape player. You know what I'm saying? And he was right. He had it playing, and we all wrote a little something. Definitely remember that was the yeah, first I was time say, I wrote do you, something. Do you remember it? Oh, that ain't happening. Oh, that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't happening. That's, hey, you know what? I done wrote so many whatevers, you know, 
I done wrote and forgot doper stuff then you know uh-huh. it's just it's it, it's 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 a process it's like I don't remember my first breath mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean that's what that's how serious it is right I mean I remember some lyrics but that's all right I wrote them motherfuckers <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying and, and right. I can forget them and it's all good but that's why you record it so you go back and look at it you know anybody gotta judge me on my my love Mm-hmm. You know, you don't tell me, you know, man, you ain't loving right. You ain't. I mean, that's this is mine. Right. This is, this is, and that's what it is. You know I'm saying like this. Oh, this is yours. Can't nobody tell y'all how to do this. I sit, my, I listen to it, and I'm like, man, them cats is in here having fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> freaking having, I'm for real, <laughs> bouncing, having fun, laughing, and and, and having conversation. We don't have enough conversation. We do a lot of talking, but we don't have conversation. And the thing about conversation is, what's the next step? Kind of like your tape. Right. You had a conversation, and that's your tape. What's the next step? What's your marketing? How's it getting out there? What's the motivation? What what kind of steps are you taking to change what you're trying to trying to talk talk about a change? You know, and that's you know that's what it is. You need to have something that we could listen to, like you say. Springfield is Springfield. Springfield mentality. Nobody thinks outside that box. Mm-hmm. You know, you stay you like a like a shark or, or a fish. You only grow to the to your environment. You put them in the ocean, and you know, you get on out there. They get you bigger, know, right? Definitely, you grow. I I think I think it's humble of you <clears throat> to to want to give back. You know, after pursuing and knowing your gift. But that's the question I want to ask you. Would you say music? Is your passion, but kids are your gift because it sounds like you're gifted with kids too, but you're also gifted with music too. So, how you know, would you say which one would you say you would lean to most? You know, I know you're kind of combining both of them together, but how you sitting here talking about kids, you talk about it in such a patch because see, I was one of them kids that you're talking about, so I understand what you're saying, and then how you talk about music. Mm-hmm. And then the passion that is pouring out of you with music, how do you decide which is your passion and what is your gift? I think it goes back to the top five where it don't even matter mm-hmm. because it becomes another thing that you start to, which one do I love more? Which one do I look here? If my music was doing what I wanted to do, I'd take care of the kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's where I'm at with it, you know? I do what I do because that's my, that that pays the bills, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna do the job and not be the, not, not try to be all that I can be, and it just so happens that we're dealing with young lives, and some of them young lives look like me and you when we was young, and it's like watch your mouth, mm-hmm. pick that up, mm-hmm. and and it's it's such a small thing to do, but you gotta understand that the long run because. You and I, and we could all recall uh, elder gentlemen in our lives mm-hmm. uh, who said that to us, or who said, uh, "You better watch it, uh, Holloway." Or straighten look, look here, right look up. Here, Newman. <laughs> look here, Newman. Uh-huh. Got them Newman ears. Or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's you know, and I'm I'm proud to say that I'm on the other side of that, mm-hmm. and it wasn't so bad, and it did me some good. You know, to to be able to see somebody and be like, oh, I better not act up. You got to have that. 
you need to check yourself. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to. You shouldn't be out here, young child running wild. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know Curtis made that song, but you know, it's 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 real. Right. You gotta be able to man, you gotta be able to fit inside a box to know where you fit. Because your life's at stake sometimes. Mm-hmm. You can't just say what you wanna say out here. You can't get pulled over. What the hell are you pulling me over for? Yeah, um, here you go, sir. You better act the hell right. I don't care how tough you can turn that music down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You better bring your ass home. <laughs> yeah. Period, man. There ain't no, no tough movie about it. Ain't no lyric and no song should be making you think that you need to step the head, man. You better stand the fuck down. Excuse my language. But real talk, better bring your ass home. Yeah. You know? Um, I ain't got time for none of that. Real talk on any level, mm-hmm. and uh, the climate is the way it is. So, you know, the respect and all that—you you, got to be able to teach these children. You know what I'm saying? And, and and not that you shouldn't be able to flourish, but at the same time, know the lane, mm-hmm. know the climate. Yeah, hey, it's hot. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and jump on it if you want to. You know what I'm saying? Toe touch that. You know what I'm saying? Figure it out. You jump all the way in, you hot, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, you don't have that. They really don't, you know, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch no babies fail, man, period. It's not me. So mm-hmm. if, if I'm put in that position, then I guess that's, I guess that's my gift to flourish within that. My passion is my music. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I love my kids wholeheartedly, but like I tell the shorties, like I don't tell y'all nothing no different than I would tell my own kids. Mm-hmm. So understand, you know, it's coming from where it's coming from, right? You know, so you know, I I can't change the way I feel. I just I just move the way I'm directed. You know, I think a lot of times we we get into trouble when we we try to go against the grain and and buck. You know what I'm saying? You got to flow, right? You just, I mean, you, you got to flow. You know, life is a flow. You're here for a purpose. You don't know it, but you got to move like that. Wow. You know? <laughs> That's real. That's right. That's real. That's, I mean, you know, it's just it's the way I was brought up. We 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 a lot of our own problems, a lot of our own stress. Speak to, on that. Go on that. It out. Go on that. You know, you're trying to figure it out, you know. Um, I mean, you wake up and and, and and, and you know you go to a place, you go to a job, and you're working for somebody else. But at the same time, like I say, if you was getting up doing what you wanted to do, you'd move with a whole lot more uh, more passion, exuberance, and whatnot. So, you know, kind of look at it like that. You moving with a purpose. You you doing that? That's mm-hmm. only a chapter. That's only a chamber. You know, you gotta you gotta take step one to get to step two and three and four. Mm-hmm. So you gotta go through it. You know. When you go through it, it's, it's, you shouldn't make it de- uh, define you. You know what I'm saying? When you come out of it, that's what that's where you are. You know, so we go to those tedious jobs and whatnot, knowing where your passion is, mm-hmm. knowing where you make a difference. And then you start to plan and write your joint down. Man, you know you, saying? you're saying so much, and so much in such a big group. You was talking about purpose. What is your why? Hmm. Uh, I don't even really really question it, man. I don't question my why. You know? Sometimes, like, I, sometimes I still wake up and wonder, 
Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. You know, because it might change from day to day. Mm-hmm. I got so many different hats. Mm-hmm. Uncle, father, son, mm-hmm. I'm husband. You know, I'm a mentor. I'm, you know, got so many different hats. So it, it kind of changes day to day. So, I mean, my why, you know, I, I, I wear, you know what I'm saying? I got a land with my with my son mm-hmm. and my, my baby is one. So I've had a picture of him every single month in there. And, you know, when I'm at work or, you know, and things get, you know, kind of kind of grimy mm-hmm. as they do sometimes, you know, having that and looking at my family on that, that's kind of my why. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to be the anchor. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm the, I'm the dad. Mm-hmm. I'm the spider killer. Mm-hmm. Trash taker out of it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> you, that's, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Spider killer. That's 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 what it is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I be like, why why can't this be better? Because I'm the spider killer. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it'd be like, shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. Kill the damn spider just keep moving. Mm-hmm. That's why you daddy. <laughs> daddy takes shit. But daddy get that big piece of chicken. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey. He says some dad. Hey, because Todd don't want the big. He don't piece. want the big. Piece. Hey, but you know what though? <laughs> you know what though? But same, I still get the pick of the. Litter. You get the pick. Yeah, you get your pick. <laughs> At the same time, the 15 year old gets the big piece of chicken, mm-hmm. and then Daddy bows down at the same damn time because mm-hmm. it's like, my, I got a one year old boy right. and I got a 15 year old boy. And I got two twin girls in the middle, and I got a 19-year-old daughter. But uh, when I look at my boys, I look at them like bookends. Mm-hmm. Like, I look at the, the baby, and it's like, man, you look like that dude <laughs> when he was that age. And I look at him, and it's like, man, you taller than me. And, and, and you smash, like, you know, the pizza come home, and you get <laughs> half of it. And you take the wings, and I'm like, dude, can I get some of them wings? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's my boy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I would have it no other way. For sure. Period. So when you ask the why, mm-hmm. and I look at my boy, and it's like, you're a sophomore, but you've been on homecoming court two years in a row, and you you burn my ass, <laughs> and, and it's like, you get on my damn nerves sometimes, mm-hmm. but you mine. Right. And you my boy. And at the same time, you better bring your ass home. Mm-hmm. So you better be, uh, yes, sir. Uh, here goes my license and registration. See, that's my boy. That's my why. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To raise that man to understand that you better act the way you have to act so that you can grow and flourish and raise your own family to, you know, damn near fit in the same pocket, which even sounds right. crazy. Right. But it's real, you know, because I can't be a reckless dad and not give him them jewels, you know, because that's when he, he don't come home at 20. Because he was driving and, and got pulled over and said the wrong thing. And, and man, you know what I'm saying? That's scary. That's the stuff that makes me damn near be like, I shouldn't have brought you into this world. Mm-hmm. But I did, and it's my responsibility. So I'm going to handle mine. Mm-hmm. Period. Do whatever. I got to handle it. You know what right. I'm saying? That's, that's my why right there. When I look at my family, you know what I'm saying? That's my purpose. That's why I work the job that, you know, don't pay the best or whatever, but it got that insurance. Right. You know I what I'm saying? Right, so, right, right. you know, I I ain't going to act like something I ain't. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it is. That's the why. It's them. Mm-hmm. I hear that. 
<laughs> Man, you 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 you're just dropping so many jewels. I don't even have a chain long enough to put them on. <laughs> we got to make a Jesus piece. This is only right. built I'm, for Cuban links. I'm, I'm gonna call him the Logan. <laughs> for real. I'm gonna call him Loaded Lux. He gonna get this work. <laughs> you gonna get this work. <laughs> so I've been wanting to ask a question, but I just let it go. It's been lost in translation, but I. I I just wanted you hit on one point and from being from the older school and speaking on penning things, writing things down, writing your lyrics down. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about rappers that don't write their lyrics down? I have a theory in my own head. I think the value of your raps shows a lot when you do not craft them and take time to curate your your rhyme when you're just using the moment for to to make a song in the studio for this this track i think there's a difference when you come in with having the work of daily pinning something because it's in you and you're just mining it out of you constantly there's stuff in your head well people can do that in their head right that's what they're saying but who are the greats of that? Mm-hmm. I mean, to, to my knowledge, coming up, Jay-Z was one of the first guys that verbally expressed that. Mm-hmm. And then to a little Wayne. Little and then Wayne. I can just keep going. And the, in my opinion... It gets weaker. Yes. It gets mm-hmm. watery. So now it seems like it was like, oh, this is what... So much need, water in the wrong. This is what needs to happen. <laughs> and because of that happening, it has lost some of the ingredients that it needs to be more potent lemonade. Yeah, most definitely. Well, I um I think I can cover that. Uh because honestly from a um from perspective as a writer and also as a freestyle artist, you know, because your writing comes from your freestyle. Mm. The dopest come offs I've come with and, you know, it ain't like all my works are published, so that's my own opinion of myself, but at the same time, I have a high opinion of myself because I listen to my shit and it's dope to me. So, mm-hmm. you know, and and it really is though. You know, some of the the, the dopest come offs that I've had the songs are, you know, start for the freestyle, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's also a nice way to come with your hook. Your little couple, you spit a couple bars, and you know what I'm saying. Go ahead, and that's I mean just. Because we're talking about a craft here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a craft. You don't just be like, house. Nah. You got foundation, brick, mortar, dig, process. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So you talk about songwriting ability. That's for some people. And then you have the freestyle ability. And some people have created albums off of that. And um, like I said, from a, a personal perspective, I could tell you personally, I've spit some freestyle shit that was really dope, mm-hmm. but it wasn't recorded. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I've sat at the crib and been like, "Oh wow, fam!" Like, I mean, like like to myself, I've been like, like I kept on topic, stayed on it, mm-hmm. kept moving, and it was mm-hmm. like made it all relatable and like was going and like the beat was in. It was like like she, the zone, the right. zone. The zone, because it's like, I feel like the zone is like walking on water. You can't look down. 
soon as you do, he's done. The zone's you're over. You're done. You're done. It's a wrap. Right. Yep. But when you in the zone, you can't like, acknowledge going, the zone. You, no, just have to be you can't acknowledge the zone at all. Not. You got to feel the zone and be like, yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Yep. Because as soon as you be like, man, as soon as, and see, I think that's a key with like life. As soon as you start feeling yourself, you fall the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That mm-hmm. shit. Be humble. The zone is humble. I'm shooting. I'm looking for it's somebody. Pure. Hey, it's pure. I'm I'm looking to score buckets, and if it's me, it's me. But if he's open, I'm I'm passing it. Yeah. I got man ten points and five assists during that zone period in that quarter or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I definitely feel the freestyle because, like I said, I've been there, and it might be shower. I might be in the basement shooting buckets with my baby. And I'm like, man, this little dude, if you heard that, boy, you know, I'm going to be rapping about the league, talking about the Nuggets to the Knicks and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and be like, oh, that was ill, though. You know yeah. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like let, me, let me go sit down real quick and what did I start with, you know, but, yeah. but it's gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, when I write, you know what I'm saying, some stuff be gone, but unless you craft, you know, paint, it's paint on the wall, mm-hmm. you know, but... uh like I, I feel you where it gets watered down because some people feel like they can do it when it's like nah it ain't you know and because it's the lazy way out it's the mm-hmm. easy way out and it's also what's acceptable by that's the whole thing about music what are you accepting if we ain't accepting it then it ain't popping that's that's what life that's right. period what are right? you accepting right. right right so we can't get mad at these artists who are popping to these whack fans these whack fans is coming to these shows and they liking these they posts. They showing up mm-hmm. and they voting yeah. with their money. And, and you know what? And I don't know. I don't know nothing about none of it. I can't tell you about little peep, little smoke, little perp, little none of that shit. <laughs> and you know what though? Real talk. I do respect little Wayne. I do yes, respect little sure. Wayne. And I respect little. I've respected little Wayne more and more through the years. But after this past week. With him accepting that uh, that award, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> in his in his speech, he made me respect him a whole lot more. What did he say? Well, um, I'm, before I tell you what he said, you know a little bit of what he said, but I respect him on the level as a man, not as a, not that I don't respect him as a musician, but I respect you as a man and a musician, as a father, and them different hats. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying I know where you come from. I re- I was here when you came up. You was bling bling, you know what I'm saying, uh, and whatnot. When I was standing on the block, we box gun cocked the avalanche rock, getting paid off, mass murdering services, Raekwon. Sure. So mm-hmm. I was looking at this and this, and I was like, I'm on this right here. This is what's feeding me. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm eating off of. This over here is skeleton bones, and there ain't no meat on that. But it's still y'all doing your, I'm watching y'all rise and do your thing. So to watch him go through all that and then to watch him hold and carry a label on his back and then still continue to make music because the whole thing is everything else is going to be whatever it is. But as long as you continue to make music, you still that artist because you're going to still be going through things. You might put your pain on the music. You might have a, a record, like Nori said, I put a whack ass record out. He admitted it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just lost my pops. You know what I'm saying? I put a whack rap, record out. That, you artist, man. I respect the artist because you a person. Mm-hmm. And I'm a person. And I'm an artist. 
So therefore, we on that exact same level. I don't care if I, whatever you sell. I don't care what you sell. You know what I'm saying? You can skyrocket or you can snell. It don't make me no difference. You an artist. So that respect is there. But for little Wayne, you know, watching him, he's like a little brother, like a little cousin. You know what I'm saying? As far as age. But but watching that and then seeing where he came from and handling it. And, you know, it's just, I didn't used to like Kobe. Mm, I, I didn't used to like Kobe. I respected Kobe as he got older before he retired. Mm-hmm. I, res- I lost where I didn't respect him as a player. Young, arrogant, good, flash. I didn't care about the flashy and whatnot. But I respected him as he got older. You know what I'm saying? And that's just some man stuff, man. It's right. man stuff. I've had beef with cats that I got respect for now. Sure. Because we got here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got here. You know, and, and life's too short, first of all. But, you know, it's 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 growth. Why would you not want to grow? Right. In different sides, in different angles. You should be growing as much as you can for you stop. <laughs> you know, so if it's great, keep growing it. Keep growing. You know, and I guess that's that's the key. But like I said, you know, I respect Lil Wayne as an artist. That was, you know, that, that touched me. That moved me. You know what I'm saying? What what advice would you have to, let's say, a kid that's 19, starting out wanting to become an MC, uh, put their life on the line and beca- put it on hip-hop, jump in the music scene right here in Springfield, Illinois? Man... The first thing I would tell you is learn how to make beats. <laughs> and why is that important? Why is that? Why is y'all laughing? Because it's so important. Because we know. Why is that so important? important man. <laughs> it's so important. Learn how to make beats. What does that do for you? What does it do for you? Yeah. Right, tell them what, right, tell right, the right, tell right, the right, listeners right. what it does okay. for them. You need to learn how to make beats because production is more important than the lyrics and, and that's just real and what do you mean by that what I mean by that is I can say whatever I want to say you may not like it but if I put a jingle together you're going to eat that damn Kraft macaroni and cheese for sure and I'm going to eat and yeah. that's the thing right there it's all about getting rap dollars making money off of what you're doing you know I can sell toys for somebody I can sell cars that, that jingle that I produced it could be on that video game there's more artists who have Grammys who played trumpet on so-and-so's album that didn't go up there and get that award, but that Grammy got sent to their house. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. Uh, learn how to play a, 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 an instrument. Be an artist. Be a musician. You know what I'm saying? Be a student. You know? Um, a lot of times, uh, and I know you have touched on this, you have artists or, or, MC, or producers who have something to say. Of course they do. What they're saying is what they're saying with their music, but they also have words, you know. And, you know, I, I got words and I could dance all around that music, but I can't see Quinn's shit. And that's my flaw. And I'm going to tell you what it is because... I shouldn't be even looking for music right now. I should be continually, constantly making music because I produce my own shit now. And I'm not going to say I stopped because of that. That is a part of why I'm not still moving forward. But 
having a family is one thing, mm-hmm. and a uh, coaching. Shout out to Grant Middle School, um, two state titles. Shout out Grant. Um, you know, making that difference. You know what I'm saying? I got kids who played at Southeast last year and got second in state who I coached at a middle school level. That's dope. And um, that is dope. That is mm-hmm. dope. Mm-hmm. Um, it ain't got nothing to do with what I put on me. It's like, that, that's the difference, right? That's the why. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It ain't got to be my shorty. But like I said, um, please believe, this is no pat on my own back, but I, I've bought sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And... And I don't need nobody to say, hey, you did that. I know why I did that. We bought sandwiches for kids who needed sandwiches before practice or after practice. But we got to the point where now County Market, um, excuse me, uh, makes sandwiches for the boys when they go. All of them. Oh, wow. All of them. Sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Sponsorship. Y'all sitting across the street. Mm-hmm. Sponsor this best set. Sponsor this state. Mm-hmm. championship basketball team that you sponsored before that. But you know what? That is a part of y'all making the mistake championship team. Them boys being comfortable on the road, knowing that they're going to get sandwiches, even being comfortable at home. And that after lunch, I'm going to get a, a sandwich and some chips and some water and go out here and perform. Mm-hmm. Comfortability, man. Right. Comfortable. Mm-hmm. When, when are you at your best? When you're at home? When you're comfortable? Yeah. Right, right. Exact you know home court advantage. All day. <laughs> All day. Banners. We have whole kind of <laughs> banners, man. Banners. You know? Proud to say my name is on that wall. That's Next to a lot of other great coaches. Not that I'm a great coach, but I was fortunate to be a part of a team. And um, big life lesson, I'm not an X's and O kind of guy. I was very fortunate to be around somebody who was very strong in that. But um, like I say, not to toot my own horn, you see what I'm strong in. Mm-hmm. Words, talking, mm-hmm. motivation, and um, sometimes that that's needed. No, it's all oh, good. Yeah, most definitely, it's definitely needed. You know, being a motivator, being that voice, being that strong voice, and then you know, not only being strong, but also being compassionate to the point where you understand where the strength is coming from, and you're not scared or fearful of it because of its abrasiveness. Right, you understand where it's coming from. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Mm-hmm. There's a whole, there's a difference in yelling like get your ass out there. Like you know where it comes from. I'm putting food in your belly. Right. I'm talking to you. I'm rubbing your head. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking you home. I'm talking to you on the way home. It's it's nurturing. It's, it's it's community, man. It's my community. It's where I rock. It's where I get down, mm-hmm. and I get all the way down. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh, For the field, for the danger field. I get down, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's big. So, I'm the exact opposite. I can make, I make, I can make beats. I know I have something to say, but I, I'm not that good. And I think it's probably because I don't put enough effort into the pin. But, I make beats, but I just cannot (laughs) write. But I believe when I do, I think I can really take mountains. But how do you, like, because everything you said, 
I I'm that, but without the the words. Like, how do I get to that? <laughs> that it's just man, you know. Uh, Cause it like it amazes me. Like I listen to a lot of different type of music, and it amazes me how somebody can just like I just come up and write. And be like, oh, that boom! Just the whole sandwich, the whole mm-hmm. body, mm-hmm. and just kill it all. And I'm just like, man, how anything, do you do any, that? Anything I've ever written, you know, what I'm saying where I feel like that, I never purposely set out to write that. It kind of writes itself. Yeah, like I, I honestly, like real talk, I wrote stuff that was probably you know, like I said, 14, 15 years ago. And I can listen to it today and be like, man, why do I feel that way? Why am I talking to myself? You know what I'm saying? Like, why am I checking myself right now? You know? Um, and it's kind of scary. It's kind of freaky. It's kind of weird. It's kind of all kind of shit. But um, like I said, it's um, it, it writes itself. When you sit there and it comes together and like I've sat in there and listened to the music and be like, man, okay. Concept there, chorus there, first verse, flow into the second verse. And it's like, I never thought I could ever write a song that was complete. And that might be weird to say, me, you know what I'm saying, claiming to be the the recording artist that I, I claim to be, but um, you know, to think that I could put something together that made sense that you know, people could understand and had a message to it. Never thought about it. Mm-hmm. But some of those songs that I, I, I've i written have ended up being timeless mm-hmm. to where they so relevant then, it was relevant before I wrote them, they relevant now, they'll be relevant later. Um, you can kind of time stamp them, you know what I'm saying? Because some of the stuff I say in it might time stamp it, but it's, it's pretty much water. Water's always going to be good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, you're always going to need water. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so, I don't... I never looked at it as any effort. But what I... what I And the funny thing is, just writing and writing and getting the vibe, getting the thought, getting the come off, writing it down. Might come down a quarter page, half a page, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. I got songs that 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 bang that I pieced together. So it's all you. Mm-hmm. You just write. You just write. I mean, you can pick the scraps up off the floor of your clippings and create a, a scrapbook. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's really you. It's your thoughts, and that's all that matters. Um, my first joint was called "Who Don't Like It." No, it was called "Just the Beginning." It was called "Just the Beginning." Mm-hmm. Makes sense. All right. I sound stupid as hell. But I wrote a joint called Who Don't Like It? And my whole premise behind it was who don't like it? I don't care who don't like it. I'm putting this out. You don't like it? You don't like it? Who don't like it? That's the question I'm asking. So therefore, I didn't give a shit when I heard someone say they didn't like it. You know? And I put my music out there and, you know, it did what it did. You know what I'm saying? As far as locally, whatever. As far as you can expect it to go. But the whole premise, you know what I'm saying, was like that was my second effort. You know, it's hard as hell to put one effort out 
but to put another effort out, you know, and shout out to Red Carpet Records. We did some things back in the day, you know, and uh, really, really pioneering and moving, and, and they're still moving and grooving today. But, you know, you got to pick your lane. You know what I'm saying? You put music out, you put music out. If you don't, you don't. You can't say you do when you and and, and not. You put it out, it don't matter how many you sell. Did you press them up? They was there. How do you get to the mind state and the the mind frame where you're at the confidence level of yourself where you're like, it doesn't matter what somebody else says about right. this because I'm confident in what I put, produced and put out here. That's all in who you are. That's something that's got to be embedded. That's that's who you are, man. That's just who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, like you look at basketball players, you look like Kobe and things like that. Um, it's just got to be who you are. I have to, I have to, I have to have confidence in what I got going against you. you Knowing that we all put our pants on the same way and whatnot, and in healthy competition, you might get me, I might get you, but I'm gonna go back and put that work in, and when we see each other again, we're gonna, you know, it's it's just what it is. You got to grit. You got to grind. It's the grind. You can't talk about grinding and not grinding. You can't put Tim's on and get pissed if you get scuffed. Them right. Tim's, fam. Right. Them Tim's. You, you, you speak on grinding. You speak on a lot of things. You haven't spoke on. Um, you're an athlete as well. well multiple export. Multiple you're in great shape. Let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> well, I worked out before I got here. You know. <laughs> Had to make sure I was right for the show, even though we on radio. You know. It's all in how you sound. <laughs> it sounds like you bring that competitive spirit, that ferociousness, that heart. Got to, man. You got to. To your craft as well. We warriors. We warriors. We men. And it's nothing that is like in, in a buck kind of way to where like, you know, we got to compare with each other, but we strong. We are the we are the stronger of the two sexes, and um, we have purpose. We have to teach it and preach it, and even in care for our daughters, we have to be that in which we want them to look for. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, as a man, when I when I go to work, I make sure I look good. I make sure I smell good. I'm well taken care of. Cause I can't talk to you crazy with stupid breath. I can't come in a joint smelling like a bong, and you won't respect me, you know. And uh, th- there's there's times when there's children who may not deserve the uh, the reward, but was your day better than yesterday? Well, here you go. Incentive. I can't wait till you get all the way out the hole. I got to give you a reward for even trying to dig about that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I come in. You know, so um, the assertiveness is that way because I got to. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lion, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a female. I'm not a, I'm not a cub. I'm a, I'm a lion. I'm a male lion. Grow a full grown beard. You know what I'm saying? I, my growl's different. You know what I'm saying? My, 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 my digging is different. Yeah. When it's time to go, uh, uh, certain things get my attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My my kids walk to the inside of the sidewalk when we are walking down the sidewalk. My dog walks to the inside. I, if somebody gonna come off this curb and get hit, it's gonna be me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm that. And um, not that I was shown all of that, but the fact that I know that means I got to be that. You know, I gotta be what I know. You know what I'm saying? Therefore, when my child 
um, comes into a situation where he might want to be what he wants to be. He needs to be what he knows to be because he's seen that. And, and a lot of times I teach you know what I'm saying? I had a kid today at school. My man was like, I didn't want to be here today. I was like, look here, man. Um, excuse me. Let me make it real quick. Um, I said, we gonna, I'm going to talk to everybody down the hall. Hey, my man, do you want to be here? Well, dude said no. Well, to a teacher, you want to be here? She said no. I said, look here, man. None of us want to be here. We got to be here. There's things we're going to have to do that we ain't going to want to do. I got to feed my family. I'd rather be at the crib. I got days I could take. You mean I want to be here, but you need to learn what you need to learn. Because you got to get to that next level, little brother. You know what I'm saying? And uh, mm -hmm. it was one of the things where, you know, I got to be what I got to be in that situation. I got to transform. I got to be many faces. I got to work on the fly. I got to do what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? I got to bounce when the ball bounces. So, you know, the confidence and all that, I'm just driven by, you know what I'm saying, by whatever's been instilled in me. It's nothing. Right. It's not a conscious thought, you know? You see a shorty, you help a shorty. You you see an old lady, you help an old lady. You, I, I, I'm, I am everything that I'm supposed to be, hopefully, and still striving to be, you know, better than that, if that makes any kind of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Right. You dropped a, a lot of, not sense, you dropped a <laughs> lot of dollars right. out That's here true. for the listeners. What What is something that you want the, to leave the listeners with? To, to stick to the ribs basically um, definitely we got to start treating each other a lot better um, I think the golden rule has been tarnished it's like the bronze rule you know a lot of people treat people in ways and definitely don't want to be treated that way I think social media has a lot to do with it because we are able to hide behind instead of being um, uh, hurtful up front, you know, and we're able to make comments on a sly and then, you know, hide behind whatever. But um, I'm going to leave the listeners with, you know, spread love, spread peace, you know, be kind to each other. Uh, it's going to get worse before it gets better. So it's really up to us to make sure that it's better while we here, you know. Um, we got to make sure that we're looking out for the kids. The children are the future, you know, period. Um, it's about to get cold. A lot of kids may not have coats. You know what I'm saying? Do what you can. These families out here, pay it forward. I believe that um, you ain't even got to be a good person. But a lot of giving gets rewarded, you know what I'm saying? So... If you got it in you to give, if you got space for whatever, you know, let it be known, holler back, you know, give forward, pay it forward. That's just all I want to do is, you know what I'm saying, spread peace and joy, you know what I'm saying, throughout this coming up season, you know, and, and also it's not just a season, man. It's um, make it, your, make it your every day, you know, do a little bit of something every day. It don't make no difference. You know, $5 on somebody's coffee behind you, it, it don't make no difference. That means something. That goes somewhere. You, 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 we, we touch each other. I don't know if y'all familiar with the movie Crash, but you know, mm -hmm. it's too much of of us not connecting. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're using words and we affected by words, but we ain't being affected by touch. Mm -hmm. um, I have one of the happiest babies in the world. I promise you that. 
I look at that boy and smile and smile right back. I see all eight teeth in his mouth. But I also know that he don't go to no daycare. He's at home with his grandparents during the day. Me and his mama are um, heavily into his life. But he's affected by our touch and our interaction. There's no detachment. His growth is on point. It's it's above the charts. But, you know, he eats like like it ain't no, no tomorrow. But his interaction, his touch. So we got to be touching each other. We got to grow. We out here with great faces still. You know what I'm saying? We got to start loving on each other. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? Quit looking at each other like, you know what I'm saying? Your shoes, your breath, yo. Man, life is life and love is love. You know what I'm saying? Because if you didn't have none of that, we'd all be butt naked with nothing. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't have toothpaste, you couldn't brush your teeth. And what you left with, that's what we missing. We missing love. I like to leave the, leave the listeners with love. That's what I want to leave it with, cuz. The very powerful Abelius Ricardo. This is Intentional Danger for you.